The Tumbling Saber podcast is powered by our powerful friends. Become a powerful friend for just a couple dollars per month and get exclusive podcasts, early access podcasts, random prize draws, contests, newsletters, and more. Visit patreon.com slash tumblingsaber and become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Welcome back. It's time for episode 136 of the Tumbling Saber podcast. My name's Kyle. My name's Corey. My name's Michelle. My name's Carlo. Welcome back, everybody. We are post-SDCC 2018. What a week it was. Holy cow. I don't even have any complaining about fandom to do this week. It was actually quite nice. Nice to be with you, though. Thanks, everybody, for joining in. Before anything, we got to stop and welcome to the group all the way from Australia, Justin Lyon. Welcome, sir like that yeah we woke up uh, I woke up to that news last Monday just a few hours after recording episode 135 and that was a that was a tremendous way to start the week I gotta say rolling out of bed and firing up the phone what's this oh my goodness look at that Justin Lyon is a a powerful friend so thank you man enjoy the uh, back catalog of Patreon crazy content seriously and don't don't binge too much set the servers all at once you'll drive yourself insane (laughs) Pace pace yourself. Pace yourself. Yep. Pace yourself. And Justin is in the draw, of course, for the uh, Black Series centerpiece Luke Skywalker, which we'll be doing. Yeah, that's that's in in another episode or two. We'll be doing that draw and looking forward to giving that away. And uh, I'm going to plow quickly ahead into a a review that was kind of twisting in the wind that I did not pick up on. It's dropped in the UK by somebody who we all know and love. He goes by Lancet1 on iTunes, but he gave us a five-star review. Truly awesome. What a great podcast, capturing the spirit and fun of this galaxy far, far away. And now with even more positivity and joy with Michelle and Elaine on the team. I foresee only great things for this podcast going forward. May the force be with you. Neil Lowry. Whoa. Surprise, everybody. Neil's positive. You. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, there's not a bad thing to say about Neil on this planet. So Neil, thank you very much, sir. That is that was refreshing to see. As I don't I don't check our review sections across the web um very often at all. So it was nice to see a brand new one left on there for us. And of course, whenever Neil talks, I listen. As should everybody else. So Neil, thanks, man. And Michelle, a quick thank you to you for loading up. I think you bought everything. <laughs> <laughs> on the team public store. I totally store. did. I Holy bought cow. so much stuff, but not just for me. Like I bought stuff for my mom so she can like rock stuff. And then I bought some stuff for my friends and my nice. family. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm going to send these to Tokyo and like have my fam wear them. And, um, they love star Wars, but Michelle, like you, you bought more stuff in one spree than the entire history of the store. Oh my god, seriously. <laughs> you by, guys, by one item. You, you need to understand that I have a problem with yeah. shopping online. Well, I, I came to realize that uh, last week. I said I saw the I got an email with the report. And I was like, oh my oh my god. 
what did you do, Michelle? And I purposely never brought it up because I wanted to save it for the show. But like, honestly, you bought you bought one more item. All the previous sales combined, you topped that by one in, <laughs> with one purchase. Yeah, she, had, she bought 17 items. I remember. <laughs> I love how all of you guys can see like exactly how many things I bought. I, I, I didn't. I'm just happy there's no lingerie or stuff like that because that would have been awkward. Ooh, Carlos, you're giving me an idea. I feel like that would be cute, Princess like bathing Leia, suit. We should make Princess Leia bathing suit and stuff. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Give, you've mean, given me something to think about: the tumbling saber lingerie store. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. All right, so um, Solo officially coming home, as we spoke about last week. I think the Digital Bits had the report, uh, but it's confirmed on StarWars.com. September 14th for you digital folks, and September 25th for us physical media freaks. And uh, Michelle, I'm just going to put this out there now. I'm Right now, I, I'm putting you on the hook for that uh, Target wow. 4K exclusive. That is my go-to version at the moment. Yeah, I know, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's the I'll nicest looking. Nicest it looks... Looking. But uh, Target does a really good job with their packaging on their exclusive like DVD sets and stuff. They do. Like they're they're um because I remember I, I think like a couple like last month or a while back, I put on Twitter the Star uh the Stranger Things uh Target exclusive like DVD box and it comes in like a V it looks like a VHS, like an 80s VHS. It's so cool. And so um like a lot of us bought them because even though it's Netflix, it's like, it's so cool. It's such a cool collector's item. And, um, their solo exclusive box is just rad. It's really, really, really nice. It's, it's like one of the thousands of posters they did, but it's, it's oh, really, yeah. really nice. And I, yeah, yeah. they put a little book inside. I can't resist a little tiny exclusive book. So I'm, that's, that's the version I'm looking at right now for purchase come, uh, come September, which seems still so far away. Ugh. Uh, but some of the extras on the disc, I'll, I'll read a few of them. I, I won't read them all. Uh, Solo, the director and cast roundtable. Sit with, sit down with director Ron Howard and the stars for an intimate and entertaining discussion of the film's making. <laughs> I, it, was, it was that feature that prompted me to put in the Facebook group that it would come with an exclusive sit down with Kathleen Kennedy about the truth behind the Lord Miller firing. And a couple of you guys bought it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what do you think the odds are of in any of the conversations during any any of the documentaries, kind of for the, in the bonus scenes that uh, that they do actually bring that to the fore and discuss it a bit? Zero. I don't. You know how I said last week I don't like to put things at a hundred or at zero. It, it's zero. I I don't <laughs> I think don't they're like, going to talk about that. Whatsoever. I would think that Ron Howard would want to speak about it a bit. Just you know. Well, I think giving he, a little background to the project and how he was kind of behind the gun and all that. Well, he might mention something like, oh, yeah, and then I came onto the project. They're not going to address the situation in any shape, way, or form. I would be absolutely shocked. Um, um, Kyle? Yeah? I had a question. Um, I just sent you – I mean, this is not great for a pod, oh God, but – <laughs> I just sent right you now. a link. Do you want this exclusive version with the red Millennium Falcon? Because I'm I'm a I'm about to uh, pre-order this thing. Wow, look at that! Isn't that red so cool? It's a, so this, if you guys look on on Target, 
Um, there's a red card exclusive bundle, which includes a limited edition Millennium Falcon DIY metal model kit. And it's this red metal model of the Millennium Falcon. It's so sexy. It's like red chrome. It's so cool. It is pretty cool. And um, I'm totally getting that. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to get those. Mm. You might you might need to add a second <laughs> to your card. No, I'm just I, no, Kyle. I'm not even asking you. I'm like, I'm just gonna get these. By the way, fair, fair <laughs> enough. Up. These are the ones I'm getting. I'm a pushover. Done. It's it's so cool. Like I've never seen anything that cool. Like a red. Mo- oh, dude. No, well, I have. I have the um, the regular Chrome version. I think. I think these are Metal Earth that makes those. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. it is. It is rad. My wife was actually fascinated with it. She's like, she loves little things. Right. So she was just, she was just like, I'm going to build this. And so she just like, she, she spent like, boy, it took a while. Actually, it's kind of complicated. You need like tiny little tweezers to get all the pieces to snap into place. It was quite, quite complex, but she loved it. So she will be more than happy to build a second one. They look so cute together. Uh, Okay. So what else we got here on the extras team Chewy? I'm all about this one. See what it takes to bring your favorite Wookiee to life in this lighthearted look behind the scenes. Uh, a feature with uh, John and Larry Kasdan. Remaking the Falcon. That sounds cool. Uh, becoming a droid. L337. Meet the newest droid and talented actor who helps bring her to life. I'm down with that. Into the Maelstrom. The Kessel Run. Join Han and Chewie at the controls of the Millennium Falcon to see how this legendary moment in Star Wars history unfolds. And of course, there's a bunch of deleted scenes. Oh boy. Proxima's Den, Corellian Foot Chase, Han Solo, Imperial Cadet, uh, Battle of Mimban Extended, Han vs. Chewie Extended, Snowball Fight, that's pretty cool, uh, Meet Dryden Extended, Coaxium Double Cross, and uh, that's it. And there's a bunch of other extras for the sake of just plowing ahead. I'm going to skip those, but a lot of cool sounding stuff on that set. And then, uh, Corey, we can talk about uh, our collecting updates for the week. Anything? Uh well we stopped by the comic book shop yesterday got a little more caught up on my on my pulls and got some uh, some vintage stuff what else I don't know uh, should we be uh, bringing this up should we be I don't know what do you, I, I don't even know what you're talking about well one of our friends from SDCC hooked oh, us up with the... yeah well of course it's it's not it gets a secret it's absolutely mentioned in the Facebook group so yeah we got to thank. Rob Cast from the Roman Pod and Cast for hooking us up with the exclusive Afra BT and Triple Zero three pack from from the Comic Con. Oh, that thing looked amazing. Yeah, I was so I was so elated, man. Like I, I honestly thought at this point that it was a pipe dream. Like I was just like, okay, I'm not getting one. Like it's only a limited amount of people that I know that are going. Kyle already kind of reserved one. And then Rob put it out there. He's like, I have an extra one. Anybody with like question marks? I was like, yeah, please, please, please. So yeah, he uh, he's gonna be sending it my way, and I'm I couldn't be happier, man. Like honestly, I was that like made my Saturday. I was like, oh, like just the packaging on that one, man, is oh, there's something so retro sweet about it. Like I can't wait to get that into my hands. You know what I love about that protocol droid being named Triple Zero? That's okay. I think you all. Know. <laughs> was that more of a Sith Disturbers joke? Uh, it was a shot at 3PO. We all know. Got it. This guy's pretty much... Yeah, he's a lot more... They're very different. <laughs> very sadistic, very violent droids. Kind of cool. 
Michelle, Carlos, do you guys have anything that you collected that uh, you want to share? No, I've been collecting, but uh, nothing Star Wars related, so go ahead. Oh, I got my mugs today. Um, Well, like, I didn't get them today, but I got them this week. I opened my box today, and it's my fanboy tears mug. Um, It's so cute, and I can't wait to take my photo and put it on as my Twitter profile pic. Um, Yeah, and I got a bunch of stickers, and I'm mostly just waiting for all my cool, you know, tumbling seabers disturber stuff to arrive uh, well that, that's like... that's coming by a like oh. a gigantic 18 foot container so yeah i know right <laughs> um i went online and i bought uh the cad bane exclusive funko from oh, no way. um they had them on uh hot topic or box lunch online um usually or like was it fye one of those companies they're all owned by the same people like a uh, hot topic and um the box lunch and everything so i bought the cadbane funko if you guys haven't seen it i'll post a link i think in the facebook group but it looks amazing there's lots yeah. of stuff that came out of sdcc in terms of collecting so if you ever planned on backing out of collecting or focusing this really did a lot of damage to your psyche this weekend i was looking <laughs> at this stuff salivating oh man there's some cool stuff coming uh, Corey, did you, you I, I know you browsed around, you checked out some stuff. What was uh, some of the things that caught your eye? God damn, there's a lot, man. It's really, it's really tough. Like some of them, not too overwhelming. Like that solo with the Minoc. I guess it's cool, but you know, you can maybe make a Zeb or something like that. That would be a little more appreciated for me anyhow. Uh, I don't know. We got the, the archive collection, which is going to be, uh, what is it? X-Wing Luke? X-Wing Luke, Boba Fett, Bosk, <laughs> yeah. and IG-88, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, those are the three, but I just wanted to emphasize X-Wing Luke. Oh, well, yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really care for X-Wing Luke because I have two of them. I mean, I've got the, uh, as you know, Corey, the uh, Star Wars Celebration X-Wing Luke. Um, really? What a surprise. <laughs> and I also have my own Black Series centerpiece Luke Skywalker in an X-Wing suit. I actually have a little section in my Star Wars wall unit where it's, I have... Maybe four or five different X-Wing Lukes. But it's really about the uh, the Star Wars Celebration X-Wing Luke, Corey. That is still oh. you know, yeah, it is. looming over all of them. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really nice. You should come see it one day. Oh, I've seen it. I've got my eyes on it. <laughs> no, you should, see it on, and it, you should see it nicely dis- displayed on its shelf. Now, you haven't seen my, my display case yet. Mm. Hmm, you should come check that out. I hope it has a, uh, some kind of safety mechanism, security device. I got two guns right here. <laughs> yeah, right <cap> here. Guns. <laughs> Potato guns. You know, uh, you know what I find really right. interesting about all this is uh, there's a new X-Wing Luke coming, and it's in Lego form. Uh, and uh, it actually comes with uh, a Biggs. So you're, getting, you're getting Luke nice. and R2-D2, uh, some other irrelevant droid, and, and Biggs with the, with the new X-Wing that's going to be dropped. In, on August first, does does Biggs have the exploding action? Uh, no, no, I, I didn't see any. <laughs> that Biggs. You right, can cool. tell you can tell Carlos's attitude towards droids by the quote and some other irrelevant droid. <laughs> one golden droid in particular, but <laughs> and one grumpy and one grumpy astromech from Rebels. I don't think Carlos oh, likes wow. droids in general. 
No, I like the I like the ones that aren't useless. That's uh, <laughs> those, those are the but ones. But how like. do you know they're use? They're not use. Wait, what? How do you know if they're useless? Because they're actually heroes. So you look at our. But like they might be a hero, you just might not know about their story yet. You gotta watch Clone Wars. Three PO is a hero. Sure. <laughs> and uh, so R two D two and BB eight are heroes, tree. and they're my they're my boys. Those guys are my boys. And Chopper. Chopper's a major hero. Chopper's a douche. No, you're a douche. <laughs> Chopper is a douche, but you know he's he's, he's a lovable douche. Sure. Speaking of speaking of Chopper, Corey, um, yeah. this is a dream come true, man. Yeah, the, him and Ezra, baby. Yeah, we're finally getting Black Series in the six inch scale. Uh, Ezra and Chopper figures, and I don't—they look great. I mean, all these figures professionally posed and and you know retouched. The photos look great. I have a problem though. With inevitably paying twenty nine ninety nine for Chopper, like I'll I just the idea of twenty a thirty dollar droid doesn't sit well with me. He should like I you and I spoke about this yesterday. I feel like Ezra should should have been packaged with Chopper, and even if you want to sell that as like a uh, I don't know forty nine ninety nine two pack, that's better than in my mind one uh, each one of them at twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, but anyway, I'm just happy that they're actually going down that route. Now we only all we need is Zeb. Yeah, why does and Zeb I'll, always get the uh, the short end of the stick? Like there, Zeb is nowhere to be found. And and if you think about it too, like I think he would make quite the like quite the amazing toy. Like, Justice for Zeb. I mean, it, like, I don't know, it's just some sort of new hashtag. There was a Where's Ray hashtag at the beginning of of TFA collectibles. Now we need need a Where's Zeb. Yeah, Ezra like, man, like, uh, go on, Michelle. Uh, no, I was, I was thinking about, um, because I remember I, uh, had taken a photo of my old, this is like the older Monopoly, like the Star Wars Monopoly, where they only had like three figures and they're all dudes. And I remember like everyone, I, someone pointed, I looked at it and I didn't really think about it. And, um, it was all like male characters. And then, um, someone's like, well, where's all the female characters though? Like, how are all of the little things, like, there's no female one. So then Hasbro, like, I think it took them a couple years, but they finally re-released um, the new, there's a new Monopoly with, like, Rey and Princess Leia also as, like, a, a move piece. But, um, yeah, it made me think of that. Because there's just, like, there's, like, no, like, there's, why, if you have four characters, like, why wouldn't Princess Leia be one of them? Like, she's one of the main yeah. characters. Yeah, okay. Like, it just didn't yeah. make sense to me. I was like, mm? but yeah. It's strange. That, it is strange. Yeah, it's just so strange to me. Those are family marketed games. Like, you, there's some, there are games that I played with boys and girls. Like, it doesn't have a gender. So it's just kind of like, well, you're kind of leaving out, like, half of the population by... You know, not giving someone an option to play. Yeah, at, at best, it's a thoughtless choice. Yeah. But right, uh, who else do we get here? Well, we got we, um, to... we got my boy. I know Rio. Rio Durant six inch oh. scale. Oh, did you see that? Did you guys oh, see that? Because it looks incredible. Cool. They they nailed this thing. Yeah, he looks well. He always he's a, he's adorable. Come on, let's be for but real. They here. really just I don't know. Like it looks exactly like him. You know what I mean? Like granted, it's not like a human face that they're trying to remodel. It's, a, it's an alien face, so I guess maybe that makes it a bit easier. But they absolutely nailed it. Yeah, he looks fantastic. Actually, they announced three different Rios this weekend. I don't know if this was the unveiling for all of them, but there's just the regular three and three quarter, 
the 6-inch Black Series, and a Vintage Collection Rio is coming. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure that's on the list. Yeah, I think it is. I, I, I thought I saw one, but I'm, I can't be 100% on that. Yeah, it looks so, – I'm so happy about that. Anyway, the Vintage Collection stuff that is, that is coming, holy smokes, man. These people are just straight up killing me. Did you see the um, Jabba's sail barge? Yeah, the katana. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, the katana. It looks so cool. Yeah, they got enough backers about, on the Kickstarter shock trooper for helmet? it. Uh, the shock trooper helmet looks awesome. Yeah, um, yeah the that vintage collection cool. stuff. Lando. Lando in his yellow, oh my God, yeah, yellow the shirt. Lando. Oh, cool. so sweet. A scarif uh, shore nest. trooper. Enfys nest, which we knew about, but uh, there's a Death Star uh, commander. Or Death Star Gunner, whatever you call these guys. Vintage Guard. Collection Praetorian Guard. Darth Revan, if you care about him. Mm-hmm. He's coming f- yeah. to the Vintage Collection. This stuff all looks super Lando rad. looks friggin' cool, though. Oh, like, when, love... when does he not? So, it's just they captured his like like his likeness so well. Mm-hmm. Well, I like that on the 6-inch, like, usually you get, like, a neutral expression on these faces. But on the 6-inch, I think they give him the arched eyebrow. Oh, Brad. <laughs> which, which is pretty cool. You know what's pretty crazy? I, I just want to like tangent here for a second on Lando. Uh, Amanda Ward had uh, posted something about two weeks ago that kind of caught my attention. And I hadn't, I hadn't seen Empire since having seen Solo. Or maybe I have. I don't know. Anyhow, I just, I just didn't pick up on it. But like looking back on this one scene that she had posted and put context on it, the scene from Empire where... Uh, you know, they've been captured and whatnot, and uh, Chewie's putting 3PO back together, and he's just like a pile of, like, a, no, they haven't been captured at this point, but, like, he's like, what happened to your droid? And he's just, like, 3PO's in pieces, and they all go with him to go meet Vader, and he just sits there for, like, an extra second or two, like, looking at at, uh, at 3PO with, like, like almost sadness, like, it's as if he's remembering Empty's Nest. You mean or, L3. Nice. L3, sorry. Yeah, like, I saw that. that and it's, I watched Empire today, as a matter of fact, and that whole section of the movie gets kind of recontextualized. The whole, all the conversations between Han and Lando, obviously, of, of course, 1980, none of this was thought of. But now it's interesting to look back and see what you can shoehorn into that backstory and what you can shoehorn into their minds as they're chatting. It's it's really cool to do. The one thing, thing that makes me think that they've seen each other since the end of Solo and Empire is the whole battle of Tanab thing. Unless Lando tells him that story at one point, you know, when they're yeah. on their way back from Jabba's palace to the rebellion. Yeah, maybe. It's, it's, Han didn't seem very moved by it. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Battle of Tanab. It's either something that's already happened. Like pre- previous to Solo or I don't know. Maybe, it, maybe you're right, Corey. Maybe because they, they, they do seem overly chummy. On Bespin, when when you look at where they left things in Solo, like they were not pleased with one another. At least Lando was not pleased with Han. He hates him. I hate you. I know. But yeah, that's one of the coolest things to come out of this this new era of movies that it it, it inadvertently recontextualizes all kinds of stuff that that's thirty forty years old. It's fascinating. And even with the books too, when you guys when when you when you think that. Uh... Lando had that droid factory or whatever. Like it all again leads back to L3 to me. Like maybe subconsciously or whatever it is. 
his infatuation with droids. Yeah, sure. Uh, Michelle, I'm going to press you into duty one more time. Um, there's going to be a Target exclusive Bespin or Hoth outfit Leia. Leia, for me, that I would like you forget to get. No, 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 me, Michelle. no, forget Corey. Shotgun, said it first. No, oh, oh, you do realize I can get more than one, right? Well, the first one comes to me. One, it would be me. No, that's that's, that's incorrect. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me, Kyle. I appreciate that, Michelle. Yeah, it looks super, super cool. Yeah, I mean, so much stuff. And I said I was going to take a back seat with this Black Series stuff, but boy, they just keep blowing the doors off. It's like, the, especially with Chopper and Ezra, I have to get those now because I've everyone's got Kanan, I've got Hera, I've got Sabine. You got to get those that group together. It, this was going to touch back on earlier, like this may be in a conversation for another, another time, but I was sitting by the fire last night, like looking at these toy, the toy list or what had come out. And I don't know, man, like I think Ezra has breached possibly my top five characters of all time for the moment. I've been watching a lot of Rebels lately. The the repeats of season four have been just going on and on. And oh, man, like that's my boy. Blueberry's your boy. I love him, man. I love him. You know what? Like the 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 bigger question to be asked here is, shut up, Carlos. <laughs> why why haven't you invited me over so I could sit around your fire pit? Like, what's what's what kind of yeah, everybody's water? invited? Look, yeah, Carlos. I don't know if fire. you want to go out there. Like trains derail in Corey's area. It's very dangerous. I don't care. <laughs> I have nothing else to do. There was Next literally weekend, a, a freight train derailment like a mile from Corey's house. It's <laughs> a plan. But we're going to get James, Kyle, you, the boat, do a little barbecue next weekend. Oh, is that next right? Weekend. Yeah, it's on. I can figure something out. I'll, uh, uh, are, are we allowed to bring someone? No. Just that. No. <laughs> no. I, uh, no. <laughs> no, it's just because I had my son get dick i'm sure i'm sure that <laughs> it's like i'm gonna bring this tinder surprise <laughs> uh okay just quickly here to wrap up the collecting bits a, a lot of uh i think efx lightsabers coming which look yes. really nice so limited edition luke lightsaber thing i want the resistance ring really bad like they have uh, the EFX collectibles where you like the ring where you kind of it's hidden. And then if you press the side, it shows the resistance symbol. Yeah, the, the, the ring that Rose is wearing. Mm-hmm. I want one of those so bad. Yeah, for, force so effects. I wear one of those too, but they just seem a little bulky, you know? They do seem very bulky. Like I want a Super Bowl ring. How, yeah, it looks big. Like I feel like I want to see because I, I can pull off the chunky jewelry, but I also feel like you could put it on a like a like a chain and wear it around your neck um <laughs> too which would be kind of cool but i just want one man it looks cool uh force effects lightsabers coming in 2019 we've got a prequel obi-wan we've got mace windu and and darth maul i've always wanted to collect those i don't know maybe maybe i'll dip my toe into those waters in 2019 the we'll dejaric chess table also looks pretty cool mm. what if that's easy to play i have no idea like i mean it's it's, I feel like it's hard if, to play it with actual figures, like because usually they play it with uh, the holograms. So. Yeah, it's it. if, I, if it's not hologram version, it's kind of like they don't have me yet. Yeah, it's kind of like Wizard Test that way from Harry Potter, but like not exactly because it's just it's so different. Um, I don't know how you would play it. Yeah, 
Sideshow Collectibles had a bunch of stuff. Oh my god. There's a, a nice BB-8 with R2. A beautiful looking Yoda figure. Holy cow. Oh yeah, that Yoda is gorgeous. Yeah, that is a spectacular looking Yoda. Even the Jabba one. I'm not much for Jabba, but that's a nice looking uh, Jabba from Sideshow Collectibles. Holy cow. I'm just scrolling uh, the uh, the uh, JediNews.co.uk site. Yikes. A lot of cool stuff there. Go check that out, everybody. We're, we're going to move on, but man, there's some cool stuff. Hot Wheels has new um, Chewbacca cars and TIE Pilot cars uh, from Hot Wheels, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Oh man! And there was the Chewbacca with Porg themed vehicle that I saw. The Ultimate Collector cool. Porg ma- maquette from EFX Collectibles. Oh yeah, I won't. <laughs> and the Melted Vader helmet. That's gonna Matt Keegan's gonna that love that. EFX so, Collectibles doing a Melted Vader helmet from TFA. They're also doing um the uh, Han and Carbonite, but as a coffee table. Do you guys see that? It's from I EFX. See that. It's, it's so cool. It is really, really cool. I have no idea how heavy that is or how much it would cost, but it's Yeah, I just rad. I just scroll right past that because I don't I don't even consider it. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's yeah. so cool though. It's a really interesting idea though. It's for a like, fantastic a, idea. It's so cool. All right, so let's get to the big fish this week, the Clone Wars 10th anniversary panel. What would be coming from that? Would we get anything earth-shattering? Or would it be business as usual? We're just going to reminisce on the past and show you some cool behind-the-scenes stuff that we've not shown before. And they did all that. But that was just blah, blah, blah. And anyway, so that morning, I just had a feeling that something was coming. Something rather big. So I posted in the Facebook group that with Ashley Eckstein being there and with her fashion show, like something is something big is coming. And we, we kicked that around in the Facebook group for a bit. And sure enough, at the end of the panel, Dave Filoni, being coy as he usually does, just says, "Ah, okay, we we brought a surprise for you. Let's, okay, let's just let's show the video." And he just they just drop it, a new trailer for another season of Clone Wars. Guys, let's let's have a good old freak out all over again. But how happy were you to get this news, Corey? I'm going to let you kick it off because I know that you were probably in tears. Yeah, I was kind of shocked, to be honest. Like, I saw it on Twitter. I think uh, Matthew had posted it. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, we had discussed it last week. And we kind of said, okay, maybe they'll finish it, but not necessarily by giving it a whole season or two. Like, we don't. I don't think they actually announced how many seasons they're actually going to do. But I'm under the assumption it's going to be at least two, not just one. I know there's at least 12 episodes on this season that they're doing now. Like yeah, the my one impression that they announced was that this 12. 12 I, my impression was that the 12 episodes they're doing here was was it. This is to was finish it. it. Yeah, this is to finish it, I think. Interesting. So that, that says a lot. Like, granted now, what they did with Rebels in the last little bit, we know that they have the ability to do, to wrap up a story with this fever pitch, which they did in a great way. So... What I'm kind of wondering is, like, first of all, Filoni wouldn't do this if he didn't have a story to tell. Like, it's probably been gnawing at him for so long now. Like, will I have a chance? And he's probably known for a while now that he's going to have a chance to do it. So I'm kind of wondering is, with recent events, everything that's happened with Rebels and everything else, like the movies, how can it play off one another? And is he going to be using the original de- uh, idea that he had, had originally? Or has it kind of deviated a bit since then? 
Well, I mean, he's got four hours of content to work with, roughly, <clears> right? <throat> so 12 episodes, 22 minutes a piece each. Yeah, that's that comes down to about four plus hours. So he's going to have lots of stuff he wants to he wants to wrap up, I think. Uh, yeah, there's so many things they, they could do, but <clears throat> I don't know. Like, uh, again, he definitely has a story to tell. The fact that Ahsoka's involved as well says quite a bit. Well, she's involved in a big way. So I, I, I'll give myself half points on my prediction that something big involving Ahsoka would, would drop. Um, I mean, we saw the teaser poster. It's a clone helmet with Ahsoka's it's orange her with her markings her on it. Yeah, that's so cool. Like, that's, that's, that's what I like. That's my main point here. Almost, I almost think that, you know, she. We know she's not a Jedi anymore. I don't think she's going back to the Order. She's unveiled herself to uh, Anakin and Obi Wan. So maybe, maybe she becomes like the commander of a certain battalion or something like that. Well, they're doing Siege of Mandalore. They are doing Siege of Mandalore. This is exactly what they're doing, and it's it's going to be fascinating because now, the 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 epilogue or the prologue, of the Ahsoka novel is going to become essential reading for for everybody. Yeah, That's, yeah. That is something everybody's going to need to pick up at some point. Um, absolutely. I mean, it's we, we kind of know the story about that in hints, but I, I, I guess Filoni is going to adapt it to screen, which is fantastic. So we know that um, Ahsoka and Anakin meet up. Maybe the, that hologram meeting we, we saw in the trailer, maybe that is their meeting. But we know that Anakin then dispatches... Rex and X number of clones to c- accompany her uh, to Mandalore to take on Maul and whatever's you going on hu- there. You know what's huge about this from like my perspective anyhow? I don't know how you feel about this, Kyle, or uh, Michelle and Carlos, but I just remember like building up to the Phantom Menace and all that back in the day with what little knowledge we had of what was going to happen. We knew about Moose, uh, yeah, Mustafar and the lava and all that. Uh, the final battle... But this that was another big thing that we kind of was alluded to, you know, this this Mandalorian connection, this it's like it was it seems to be like it's going to be one of the the most essential battles or wars within the Clone Wars, like it was the most uh, reputable, if you want to call it that. Do you want to call it that? No, maybe not reputable, <laughs> but recognized, most recognized, res- respected or I don't know. We always just knew that there was going to be this this huge Mandalorian connection at one point well, and they, we never yeah, got they to did see it. so much work with Mandalore in that series that yeah there was there was some unfinished business there and they're gonna they're gonna tackle it I'm really excited about that like the whole thing with Mandalore Mandalorians and it's not my favorite part of of Rebels and and uh, Clone Wars but they can they can help it along they it's just too convoluted to me at this point this can help figure it out for me and I'm just so excited because that that what I what I know of Siege of Mandalore sounds super exciting. It's it's gonna have it's gonna connect so many pieces together. It's gonna help us uh, understand Crimson Dawn. It's gonna connect into Son of Dathomir, uh, Rebels. Yeah, it's it's we gonna can see Clan Wren, Death Watch. Can you imagine? Will we meet a, a young Sabine in this? No, I don't think she she probably wouldn't even been born. No, she'd be born. She'd be a baby, or maybe a couple years old, or you could see. You could see. I, I bet. I think we'll see. Maybe her mom may be pregnant. Yeah, something like that. I would There'll think. be a nod would to Sabine. Be. I think. I think that's irresistible to to Filoni. That's another thing too. Like with it, that's this. I wish there were another two seasons because I think there's so many 
no, it's, I don't want it to get too fan servicey as well. Like, I don't want it to take away from the story, but my God, I would love to see a young Kanan and Depo Balaba. Like, that would be cool. You could even go as far as seeing Hera and Chopper. Like, we know Chopper crash landed on her planet, and they even have that, like, memorial for it. Well, I want to go over to Carlos. Like, I know Carlos, I don't think you watched the Clone Wars at all, but do you have any, did you have any feelings that this was coming back? Does, does this make you want to jump in to Clone Wars at all before this drops on the Disney streaming service? No, I definitely did watch Clone Wars. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I, there was no rhyme or reason to it. It was all non-sequential. My kids decided, oh, let's watch season two. Let's watch episode nine. Why? Because nine is my favorite number. All right, cool. <laughs> so, um, so I, I, I've seen a lot of them. Uh, I just, I want to be able to binge from, from start to finish, just, you know, to uh, appease a little bit of my uh, obsessive compulsive disorder. And um, and when I heard the news, I was I was like, cool, because I didn't like the fact that they're like, okay, we're wrapping it up six episodes by, uh, you know, I, I, w- once um, uh, Disney uh, bought Lucasfilm, uh, they wanted to tie that up quick, quick, and but I like the fact that they they they're going back now and they're. You know, gonna uh, Filoni obviously pitched his vision for what he really wanted from the end of the Clone Wars, and they bought it. So uh, they haven't made many uh, bad decisions as far as content, uh, as far as marketing and all that stuff. Yeah, of course they've made they've made mistakes, but as far as content, I'm I'm quite uh, I'm quite happy. So if if they're giving Filoni the green light, then I'm happy with that too. Like. Um, Oh yeah, My and it's goodness. gonna give it's it's gonna you know what it's gonna do? It's just gonna boost the numbers for people rewatching the Clone Wars. That's... Oh yeah, people are gonna flock to Netflix now, or just yeah. go out and buy the buy the Blu-ray sets or buy yeah. them digitally. Yeah, there's, there's actually a bunch of us um, who are planning to do like a watch along, like a buddy watch on like we've been talking on Twitter uh, to do it. I think like Amy Wishman. Um, Eve from Unmistakably Star Wars and Allie Andrews and like a bunch of us were saying we should because some of us haven't seen it some of us have seen it so we were saying we should all like do a buddy watch and like try to watch and talk about it yeah I think I, that's something that I think a lot of Star Wars fans are going to do like even now I'm saying yep I, I went and I bookmarked the uh, chronological order for all the episodes because they're all yep. out of sequence right so I want I but I want to watch them in sequence so I had started and then lost track, but now I'm I have to go back into it. I want to pick it up again. It's worth it, man. I started already. Like this week, I, I have them all on DVD in this awesome box set, and uh, yeah, man, I started this week and I did not regret it. But I, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Like when on Thursday when I was at work waiting for this this announcement, of course I I was convinced it was coming because like the panel itself, I was following the um, the hashtag. And I was keeping up with the panel, even though there was no live stream. The panel, for me, was boring. Like, here's an old sketch we did. And here, oh, did you know this little story? Well, I kind of did. (laughs) So in following it along, I'm like, yeah, okay, something's coming. This is too lame of a panel to to justify all the hype. So they're going to do something huge. And when they did, boy, and we had a couple friends, right, in uh, in the hall. Rob Cast was there. Uh, I think he had. Well, his daughter was with him. Was did, did, was somebody else there with him? Was Steve Kirk there? 
Not 100% sure I didn't catch that. I know Rob was, though. Anyway, he's... And no, he, Steve, Kirk, Steve Kirk was definitely there. I saw a picture. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so he, like Rob was saying, he's like, I, Clone Wars is, is not quite my thing. It wasn't the thing I was hoping... You know, it, it wasn't the thing that I would love to see them do more of, but the atmosphere in the room was electrifying. And I got that. I, I watched a crappy little grainy video, eight minutes long, of that section of the of the uh, panel people went completely crazy and it was really weird because when dave filoni dropped the video and they just started watching people weren't sure what they were watching and it was like it was remember back to celebration orlando last year when john williams started playing uh, leia's theme and people mm-hmm. weren't quite sure what they were seeing and so the crowd That's slowly like, started bubbling up like is that like is that j-dub exactly like it was that kind of buildup. And then finally, when it dawns on the crowd, what they're seeing, people went bananas. So I, and I, I'm not going to lie. Like I, I kind of got a little choked up at work seeing this, uh, this trailer and man, seeing Ahsoka back in action. Even like I sent it to my wife and I said, I just said, I'm not crying. You're crying. And she wrote me back in all caps. And she was, she was also freaking out. Like we, we go nuts for Ahsoka in this house. Yeah, all, she all she was she was telling me about that. I saw I saw you guys yesterday. Actually, it was my our father's birthday, and uh, we we're hanging out. And she was talking about it, and she said exactly that. She's like, "Kyle sent me this," and she said, I, "I'm not crying. You're crying." And she went through almost the whole trailer, and she was like, "What a wuss! Like, grow a pair." And then she saw Soka, and she was like, "Oh, now I get it." Yeah, it it looks so good. Uh, Michelle, are you were you freaking out as well? Uh, is this? Sky blue, <laughs> yeah, Hello? yeah, pretty much. I mean, for 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 five minutes on uh, late last week, fandom was healed, and then we got we got back to uh, regularly scheduled nastiness. But man, if, like everybody, this was almost unanimous. I, I I noted down a couple of our powerful friends. Uh, sorry, guys, I'm doing this. Uh, I noted your reactions on Twitter or on Facebook to this news and Stubaka, he tweeted, I'm off Twitter, off of Twitter for a couple hours and now I'm a blubbering mess. This is really incredible. Matthew Salvatore said, I am so, 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 so excited. Words cannot describe. And Matt Kigo crying. I am. <laughs> uh, Kigo, Kigo is in for it, man. Cause like just that trailer, I think is right up his alley. It seems very, clone centric uh army centric like commandos oh yeah like just that whole that, that's his bag, uh, narrative at the beginning that dialogue at the beginning of rex oh man it's so good well how about that animation too like you see all the clone helmets lined up and there's cody doing a, a voiceover and i think rex also gets gets a few lines in there it's mostly rex is it mostly rex but there is it's yeah there's, rex. there's a bit there's of cody. a reference to cody well he says i'm Cody's I'm, your new boss i'm commander cody i'm your new boss um but then it cuts to like some of the footage from the series with the, with the uh, the troop transport and f- flying over the airfield. Then we zoom in on uh, Obi Wan and Anakin, and I, I think that's one of the clones from the Bad Batch. I I believe, but people are going crazy in the at the panel. But the animation looks so good; they it's so tight in yeah, with Re- Revenge of the Sith. It looks amazing. Yeah, and you, you know why I know you, you know why I think you're saying that. Anakin's hair. Well, they made well, yeah. They grew out his hair a little bit more. They made it a little more uh, messy Revenge and mullety. Revenge of the Sithy. It's a bit more Revenge of the Sithy, but yeah, he looked a little bit more battle worn, right? Yep. 
Yep, yep. So this, I mean, this is going to come, this, this must take us, oh man, right, this must start right before Revenge of the Sith. Like, maybe a couple weeks or even days before Revenge of the Sith, like. Right up to Order 66. Could well, yeah. show that from different perspectives as well. I really hope we do. Like, what, what we needed to see in this, I'm, it's too short, so of course not, but I would have loved to have seen, get get a look at Padme. And where, like, how pregnant would they present her as? Because that would be a big tell as to say, how close are we to Revenge of the Sith? I think I think we are super close. And if they're doing Siege of Mandalore, we're going to see Order 66 from, I, it's got to be from Ahsoka's point of view, which we've read about in that, in the Ahsoka novel. But to see that play out on screen is going to be amazing. That's it. Like, this, this would be one of my guesses toward the show too i would think that you know rex wolf and gregor having escaped and removed their chips and ahsoka knowing their location i'm pretty sure she's going to be the one that drops them off on that desert planet and like i'll you know i'll catch i'll see you guys soon well no they they part ways before that really eh? yeah they fake their deaths they hmm. i is, i'm not sure if it's on mandalore but they they kind of dig graves for themselves and leave like their weapons inside. So that if anybody ever turns up the grave, they go, Oh, there's a soak. There's a, there's a body and uh, there's the soak lightsabers. Okay. She's dead. And then, and they part ways from there. They say, you know, we can never really talk again and they just disappear, but they could, I mean, there, there is wiggle room for Filoni to, to flesh things out or change things up a little bit. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm convinced we're going to see, the other side of Order 66. But what else can this show bring to the table? That's like what I'm really questioning. Like, what does Filoni have up his sleeve? Like, he's not just going to – granted, it's going to be a great battle and this and that. But there's got to be some juicy story to tell here. You know what I mean? Like, we know where this is eventually going. Well, so the, the kidnapping avenues... of Palpatine? Hmm. That's going to happen. I'm, that's got to happen for sure. I mean, it, it happened in, in the Tartakovsky Clone Wars. I but imagine Floney's like, going to have his own version of that. It's a nice tie-in. I get that. But like, there, I think there's going to be some kind of underlying current still. You know, like It's got to be its own independent thing and for as to why he's going back to it. Like, I don't know. I, I, I get that it uh, – maybe it's to open new doors and avenues. Are you saying to, this is a cash grab? <laughs> Simple content to get people into the streaming service? No. What I'm saying is I'm happy because Filoni is – probably pushed for this because he's got something amazing lined up i can't guess exactly what that is but i I don't necessarily think it's just going to be a battle in the siege of mandalore i think we're going to learn something new because we again like we know where this is really going to end and where it's going at this point so what is being brought to the table aside from like super awesome content like there's got to be some some juicy uh bit that we don't know yet that we're all going to be like Oh my God! You've done it again, Mister Filoni. I, I agree. There's something they're going to give us something out of the blue that, not you know, like we with uh, with Rebels with uh, Jason Sindula. Not a single person would have predicted that. But I'm not. I'm not saying there's going to be a new character introduced. But I'm saying something on that level of wow, where'd that come from? That that could not, not even Van Marshall knew that, eh? When she saw the the episode for the first time, she was like, "What? I'm a mother." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michelle, 
Tell us something. Thoughts and feelings on this whole thing. The one thing I will say uh, that I definitely um, thought was important was to create animation. It takes so much longer from like the from concept to design to before they even start recording voice. This has to have been in the works for like a couple years now, at least, if not more, um, because, you know, the trailer we saw was fantastic. And sure, they only need to seriously clean up like a certain amount and they're probably still working on it. Um, but, you know, they've probably put in several years of work um, to get to where they are now. So depending on how well this does, maybe they will add more or um, but I can't remember if this is coming, if this, if the Clone Wars new season is, I think it's supposed to come out before episode nine, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Do you guys know? It's coming out, right? Before I nine? Think so so. I think so. I think so. If they don't change it, or if I'm not mistaken in terms of the timeline, this, the release of this 12, these 12 episodes is supposed to come before episode nine the conclusion of the trilogy so i think the reason that that's going to happen is because there has to be something in the show that or it doesn't have to be but i feel like there might be things in my opinion on the show that are going to impact um episode what we nine? see in episode nine Oof. for sure well um, that's what i was kind of saying before that it could open like what i'm curious to see what it'll do for like how it can tie in what they've done since and like tfa solo all that stuff yeah, like what, I have. A, do for, I don't think I it's gonna like, have something huge to do with like episodes nine, though. Just in, in the sense, like no. we've talked about this so many times that uh, it's it's a big ask to ask like a general audience. Oh, you got to get watch the Clone Wars to really fully get that. Like cool. Oh yeah, no, I think it's gonna be. I think it's mostly gonna be about like um, just seeding in certain things that will uh, um, make sense in terms of the greater like for people who will watch you know just because we're because a lot of because one thing that you said uh kyle was i remember when we were talking about val and the newer characters and we're just like well why would you just create this whole hype around this one character and then kill them off and then you know if you're going to pick up some stories like oh well, i'm not going to read another story about this character if they already died and we only just met them so in that sense they might have this opportunity to seed in some of those characters in uh the animated series and then that would maybe be, that'd be really kind of, cool yeah that's, and then maybe what... they'll kind of prep some stuff that will go in to nine in terms of maybe they'll use this opportunity to seed in some stuff that will make some of the more kind of like plot hole type things make a little more sense well or... yeah I, I would think that anything nine related would have to involve anakin yeah, exactly. Like, I think maybe they'll kind of seed in some stuff where, you know, some of the other people, the uh, some of uh, the people who've been watching the films um, and have kind of watched the shows as well or read books or whatever. I think they'll be able to kind of see um, the tie ins. Yeah, the tie ins and maybe a little bit more historical context of why certain people made these decisions or went to certain places. And then it's just like putting in some canon backstory it's to kind of support. Really interesting you say that because in the panel, Dave Filoni, he said, like, you guys made this happen. You guys have been so persistent. The fans he's talking to, you guys have been so persistent in over 10 years and pushing for yeah. this and the hashtags and the nonstop support to finish this. 
I have no doubt, Michelle, you, you're totally right. Filoni is going to put something, maybe some things in this just yeah, for the fans absolutely. as a, uh, Corey, you, you call it fan servicey? He It may just be straight up that. Because Filoni is a huge fan of, of, you know, the property as well. So, and as are Ashley Eckstein and Matt Lanter. I mean, Ashley has created, you know, her whole empire based on all of these things. And so I think um, they, I think it's not just like, it's not just for all of us who've been waiting for it, but also for them to be able to finish the story that they told in the way that they wanted to and be able to finish strong. Like um, it's really great that, uh, you know, Disney and, you know, you have to, and people have to give Disney props for doing this because they also did listen and yep. brought it back. So well, that, that, you know. that, that's another thing, right? Like, it's like, well, yeah, here you go. Disney and Lucasfilm, they are listening. This they is it. Stop, listening. stop complaining about Disney and Lucasfilm not listening anymore. Like they're giving the thing, you exactly what you asked for. The thing that Disney is listening to is, is constructive ideas yeah not just bs like toxic whole weird sector of the fandom well a- actionable feedback is something they want yeah exactly. you know i will say that uh i am my 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 one thing i did kind of say at the very end last week was like i just want ashoka ahsoka content like that's all i want if you give me more ahsoka content i'm happy so yeah i got exactly what i wanted <laughs> more ahsoka content um, same here yeah, same here just thing ever all right just let's... on the same topic but before we move on like basically like what you guys are saying about the fan service thing like i want that like i said before i want to see the canaan and Depa Balaba, I want to see the Chopper and Hera, the Cad Bane and Boba possibly. But the fact that, you know, you guys are thinking that it's only one season, 12 episodes, I think it's going to be a lot more niche and focused. And I don't think they're necessarily going to have the chance to throw all in all these fan service things that we'd want to see. Like, I want to see the tie-ins. I want to see all like how they, the connective tissues connecting, you know. But uh, I don't know. Filoni can do it if anybody, but I don't know how deep they're going to go with that. Like. Oh, I don't know either. I mean, he's, 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 I think he's disciplined enough as a storyteller that he's going to want to do the story and he's going to stick to that. But in doing so, I think he's going to shoehorn just things in that, that don't impact the story one way or the other. But as fans, we go, we just run around in circles and then fall over dead because they, oh, look, they, they mentioned Tobias Beckett and we freak out over it or something to that, to that degree. The, The main thing I see them leading toward in that degree is not necessarily like episode nine or anything but like seeding the future rebellion like with bale and possibly mon motha get some more saw Gerrera. yeah the partisans maybe you know I, the early I, onset yes i agree that seeding the rebellion is a thing that's gonna happen because that's that's happened everywhere yeah. right that's happened in solo that has taken obviously a huge form in in uh rogue one but they also did it in rebels and so I, I have a yes, Corey. They're gonna. I I agree with that. They're gonna definitely seed the rebellion. Okay, Carlos. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Say something. <laughs> something. Talk about Chopper, uh, Boba, and Cad Bane. Well, that was yeah. That was a very Mark Hamill thing. Mark, say something. And he tweets something, and four thousand people retweeted something. That's your cue, Michelle. Go ahead. Cad Bane and Boba, like that's something I really want to see in this series still too. But like, I don't know if they're gonna. Like, cause that's the best thing about Clone Wars. That's one of the things I have to say I really loved about it is that, you know, you got the war, you do an arc of three, four episodes, 
two or three episodes, whatever it is. And then you have this side tangent story that has nothing to do with what we were just focused on in the last two weeks, three weeks. It's just this totally niche little story that's out there on its own, which was really interesting about that show, you know. So I hope they can, they can flush that out a bit and see how Boba becomes top dog and takes out the top dog. Hmm. Um, My words exactly. My words exactly. Yeah, I, one, I guess you do got to wonder if they have time to do that. I mean, we know that Dave Filoni like worked that whole thing out, right? Like that that exactly. got as far as animatics, I believe. Exactly. So do they just do they polish that off? Do they have time in twelve episodes? Because I, I really do believe that's that's the end of it. Unless they unless they say, well, like, we'll we'll have a separate show. It's not going to be Star Wars Rebel or uh, Clone Wars. This will be. Boba Fett animated series, and it's a it's a limited run. Should be a Cad Bane series, but whatever. Sure, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Like Boba Fett's more marketable if you want to look at it from that perspective. But yeah, I'm I I'm I'm still I'm still beside myself with glee that they're doing this, and it, it's funny because even though we like Corey, we if you put together, uh, like I I specifically had mentioned Siege of Mandalore, and you had mentioned I think you'd mentioned uh like finishing it off. I I had said I was going to, I thought maybe they'd do a movie, but you put together our th- all of our thoughts and you get the outcome. So like, even though we kind of were on the track, I was still so excited when they finally made it official. Oh yeah. This is huge news. Again, like you guys pointed a touch upon as well. They are listening. Hashtag clone war saved. Like, I think it's, that's a big deal, man. And again, I think it says a lot about Dave Filoni and, the fact that he didn't sweep it under the rug and, you know, he does have a, a, probably an amazing story to tell. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a credit to them that not a single word of this slipped. Nobody knew about this at all. And and the cool, I mean, this is the best possible news in my mind that could have come out of this panel. Unless they had said, well, we're doing three more seasons. That's That's better. But this in itself is the best news, I think, that we could have gotten from this panel. And uh, I, I'm, I'm so stoked. Four more hours of Clone Wars. Bring it on. I'm so excited for... I imagine this will be ready to digest once it hits uh, October 2019. I think that will that should be there waiting for us. I hope. I just wonder if, if they just drop it all at the same time. Or do they dole yeah. it out like one episode a week? Yeah, I'm curious about that as well. That could be dangerous. And I wonder if that's going to run into resistance like that's another thing right they didn't even mention resistance during this as as far as i know they didn't talk about resistance at all nope which is surprising nope. they were th- what three months out from that show dropping and we still have not seen anything but pictures that we should not have seen that's i find that very interesting but this was i think i'm obviously biased being a huge star wars fan but i think that news was possibly the biggest news to come out of the entire Comic Con. Am I crazy the, in saying um, that? Clone Wars. Yeah. Am you I mean? am I crazy saying that that was the biggest deal of all of SDCC this year? Out of, I think so. in the Star Wars universe. Well, I mean, that, yeah, for sure. With Star Wars, that was the biggest deal. But overall, for for me yeah. personally, yes. But I think a lot of people would go the Shazam or Aquaman route, which is fine. That's totally cool. Hey, remember when people said that there was a prequel ban at Disney? <laughs> yeah. yeah clearly, uh-huh. clearly clearly the prequel 
gods have shined upon us. And yeah, I think everyone's consensus on Twitter is that the prequel, there's just so much prequel love this year. Well, and and yeah. there's a good reason for that, I think, because next year is the 20th anniversary of The Phantom Menace. So they're going to lead into something with wow. that for sure. Yeah. I feel like I think it's definitely like they're they're laying down the groundwork like it now seeing the like all of the stuff that came out. I mean, the Delray publishing panel was amazing, too, and all the comic stuff. And even that was cool. And it's just uh, I think they're just really it makes sense that they skipped celebration this year and all of the things that they've got in the in the in the bag with galaxy's edge coming out and like oh, it God. just 2019 like, is going to be immense guys like I, let's, so i'm just going to say this now get ready for 2019 because we are going to be so busy as a podcast in 2019 i don't know where it's all going to go yeah we're anyway super busy, let's uh <laughs> let's let's grab our break now unless there's anything else we want to say about clone wars before we grab our break i didn't think so all right I'm I'm stoked. Stoked. So excited. So happy they did this. Thank you so much, Disney and Lucasfilm. Okay, so let's, again, let's, let's grab our break. And you guys are going to hear from the Metal Mando. And that's how we're going to wrap up the show tonight. I think it was just appropriate to give the Clone Wars the love it deserved after, after so long being off. So enjoy this, the dulcet tones of the Metal Mando. Hey, guys. Jeff here from sunny Fort Myers, Florida. So I'm going to really... Darth mood tonight. You know, I just, you know, think about the solo movie and uh, the re, as I would say, the recanalization of Darth Maul back in the movie history. You know, I, you know, I enjoyed the comics and uh, you know, the animated series, you know, Rebels with Darth Maul, but just seeing him back in the movies as being canon, that's a big deal to me. I mean, because, you know, we're going to see him hopefully in future movies. So, you know, playing off that, watch. Which of the Darths would you like to see, you know, maybe in the, you know, the Benioff and Weiss movies or, you know, the maybe some streaming service uh, series down the road? Like, what Darth would you like to be see canonized? You know, we have, you know, you know Plagueis and Malak and Revan and Talon and Crate, Malgus, Rune. They go on and on. You know, and the ones we know, you know, Tyrannus and Sidious. I mean, which one of these would you like to see, you know, a further canonization, you know, in the movies or TV service? And uh, my my pick is Darth Bane. That whole, you know, thing he created about the, the rule of two, this kind of fascinates me. Like, you know, way back when, I would love to see Benny F. and Weiss kind of take off on that subject, you know, and just deep dive into that. But, you know, hey, what do you guys think? Which of the Darths? Would you like to see, you know, be further explored, you know, be canonized in uh, in future, uh, you know, mediums, you know, TV, movies, whatever. Just, yeah, what do you think, man? You know, give me your thoughts. And for this week, guys, I'm the Meat Mando, and I am out of here. See ya. And there goes the Metal Mando, Jeff Keltz. Thank you, sir. Before we start, <laughs> I, can, can you guys name all Sith Lords that are currently canon? Uh, Darth Plagueis, Darth Sidious, Darth Tyrannus, Darth, Darth Vader, uh, Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Yeah, that's it. Darth Those Bane. are the ones that are canon. Darth, Darth Atreus. Darth Bane and Corey listed off the seventh. Darth Atreus. Atreus. Oh. Darth Atreus, who we were just introduced to in Star Wars Annual Number Four. Actually, we don't. We're not really. 
introduced to him. We we heard his or her name. Yeah. They were mentioned in that particular comic. So now we have seven canon Sith Lords. We don't see words. the character, but yeah, they were mentioned. And we have one mystery one, too, as well, if you read that the uh, that Lando comic. Mm. Well, we don't necessarily know they were Sith Lords, but they were definitely Dark Side users. Yeah. But yeah, seven canon Sith Lords, which is kind of, that's, that's pretty cool. I mean, if you flip over to Legends, there are dozens of, <laughs> of so Darths. So many. So many. I, I kind of like that they treat them... Uh, they're rare. They're very, very rare. These Sith lords, and because they're they're horrifically dangerous. So I I hope we learn more. But I, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna kick this question off for Jeff uh, because personally I mean I'm, I don't really care like not to crap on the question because I think it's a perfectly good one. It's just I I don't know a, a ton about these non legends or non canon Darths. I wasn't that big into the EU, so I don't know. Um, but but I will say first off that uh, I'm going to make Jeff's day because it sounds like he's not aware that Darth Bane is canon. I know we mentioned them off our list, but Darth Bane. Darth Bane is canon, Jeff. Yeah, sixth season of the Clone Wars. He is, and he in looks there. so good. I I yeah, Darth Bane, man. Those books, so good. But I hope we see more of of Darth Bane at some point in canon. That would be very very fascinating to me. Again, like we, I'm fascinated in, in learning more about Darth Atreus. We got so little about him or her in that comic. Just just that this person was so angry, so rage-filled that um, it was Luke that picked up the saber, right? And he was saying, oh, I could feel the, the rage and the anger and the hate, like, focus through this, this lightsaber. And that was that, that Sith Lord's calling card. They were just so hateful. So that's that's interesting to me. Um, I don't know. Carlos, do you have a Sith Lord that you would like to see made canon? Uh, no, not, I don't want to see uh, anyone made canon that's not already canon. Like, uh, well, isn't the was... question actually re-canonized? Like, not made canon, but like re no, like, brought means, up again. Uh, what he means is like um, you could take uh, like for, for for instance, my answer is uh, Sidious and Plagueis. Sidious and Plagueis. Like, I want to. I want to see their backstory uh, recanonized in the sense of uh, to show uh, Sidious's rise, Sidious's rise. Yeah, mm -hmm. because they, they they dumped all that, right? The only thing they kept was the um, uh, which one was the one they kept, Kyle? We talked about this recently. Well, all the, all the legends books were blown out. The only thing they kept was Son of Dathomir. There you go. That's it. Son of Dathomir. Mm. So, so I want to I want to be able to I want to see the whole Plagueis um, and Sidious's scheming behind his back and bringing us to the point uh, of uh, his uh, the beginning of his training of Maul. I think that's uh, I, I've said it many times on the podcast that that's my he's he's my favorite character, um, the Emperor is and uh yeah so th that's what i want if, if if we can go back and and tell more stories that's what i'd want to see first um but of course there are many many other sith lords um that uh did some wild and crazy things well to cover and our bases are there any legends sith lords that you care about that you'd want to see them brought into canon uh who is the first sith what was his name those, I have no uh, idea. The, those, the Legends guys, those, I don't know enough about. 
Yeah, well, I, I heard uh, a backstory about uh, one of the first. No, Darth Darth Bane was the one who created the the, the rule of two, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it would probably be something that had to do with that. Like that, I I would love to see that. Um, That's what I want to see. Yeah, uh, but there was also another story of uh, man. I had read something about it. And I'm not too. Um, I try to stick to the movies. Uh, but um, it was another Sith Lord that I really, really enjoyed. I think it was like way back in the past. But uh, yeah, I can't, I can't really put my finger on it. But my, my, my main answer is still Sidious and um, the rise of Sidious. Let's just call it that. Fair enough, um, Michelle. Do you have any? Let's 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 tackle the question two ways. Someone you want to see them like, like kind of like Carlos, like double down on and bring out parts of their past that we've not seen and somebody from legends that you would like to see. Well, I feel like my answer is kind of encompassed in that, in that I like, for me, it was always Darth Bane because, because I, I mean, the rule of two, like reading about it is just, it was so interesting to me because when I went into seeing the last Jedi, um, you know, that scene where Kylo and, uh, it's like at the when Ray goes to Kylo and then they're talking and then you're not sure if he's going to sacrifice Ray or whatever and then he uh Kylo kills shoves, kills, yeah, kills uh, Snoke. Snoke. Like I I knew that that's what he was going to do because in my mind I was like rule of 2 like there can only be one. So his final quest Kylo to being to staying there would be to kill him. So for me, I was like, oh, like, this is a great opportunity. He's totally going to kill him. Like in that, because I had just read that it fresh in my mind, like if I hadn't just read the Bane trilogy by Drew Carpishan, like, I don't think my brain would have immediately gone there when I was watching the movie. Um, I just think that it would be really interesting to show that whole kind of like how the rule of two is instilled and like just the backstory and of Darth Bane, because I feel like that rule of two is very informative to the way that um, we understand. This, well, yeah, it's, the it's, Sith. that's how, that's exactly. how Yoda presents them to us. Right. And at the end of yeah. Phantom Menace, he just says, uh, always two, there are no more, no less. So it would be exactly. nice for them to show us that at to some point to that. connect that. Exactly. To see that I think would be great. And as we always you know, discuss on the podcast. Um, not everybody reads the books or the comics or watches the animated show. Uh, so I think that it would be really, really interesting to, even if they don't do like a trilogy, to be able to see some of that, how the rule of two came to be with Darth Bane. Yeah, well, hold, let me stop, stop you there. Like, do they, Corey, do you remember if they did that in the Lost Missions? Like, do they... I know Yoda confronts like that apparition of Darth Bane. It's not a Force ghost. It's a just some sort of yeah, tricky like apparition. A... But do they do they even talk about the rule of two at that point? I don't believe they do in that conversation. Hmm. But I, I think what Michelle was just saying there, like I think they could make it a trilogy. And this is what I really want to see. I've been begging for this for so long, like ancient Sith Jedi kind of deal, hmm. where. You know, there was a Sith army at one point and they were the cause of their own demise, which, yes. again, made Bane say rule of two. Right. So like the lead up to that and then maybe his decision being in the last film, but like a Jedi Sith war, they count me in. <laughs> yeah, that, that's. 
we always talk about legends and you know it's it's all gone and they, you know slowly they bring things back like Thrawn and whatnot. Like if they brought back Darth Bane, it has to be with the intent of using some of the established backstory. Yeah. That's I mean that's that's got to be true. So are we going to see at some point a Sith Jedi war? That would be pretty cool. I feel like that would be really cool to see. Oh my goodness. And we um, they hearken to it on, on Malachor, right? In Twilight mm-hmm. of the Apprentice? Like there were lightsabers galore. Yeah, the cross-guarded lightsabers everywhere and everybody's yeah. kind of st- turned to stone that a la Pompeii. Like that's pretty Petrified. awesome. Right. Right, right, right. So cool. Like, yeah. I'm, like, and plus, I also love like um the whole like in the third book. I don't know if they would bring it in, but like the whole Darth Bane and Xana stuff. Like, I think that's pretty interesting too because you know uh we haven't seen a female kind of on the Sith side of just like that magnitude. I don't know. I f- I feel like it would be really interesting to see, especially because there's so many women on in the film um, represented on the rebel side um, and the rebellion. I feel like with, we do, we have Phasma, but we're not really, we don't really see her so much. I feel like it's very male populated. <laughs> on you the don't screen. say. Like, I'm not kidding. It is very male populated. So, and there are very cool female, you know, people on the dark side. So like, well, they're, they're all relegated to, Re- relegate is a bad word, but uh, like uh, Mother Talzin and Asajj Ventress. Right. That's kind of where it begins like, and ends. Yeah, but in the books, it's a lot, like they do have a little bit more involvement, let's say, yeah, sure. of, you know, females. And I think it would be good to kind of show that because I feel like, especially with the new, sh- the new uh, trilogy, like it shows that kind of like i think part of the resist maybe i'm not i think well maybe part of the resistance in my mind for this whole like it doesn't make sense that ray would go that way or blah is because we do see on the screen very male populated you know dark side and so you know the idea of ray going or not going it just it, like it doesn't really visually like even if you am, are able to think about it in your brain like it just there isn't really there's just there's no all it, there's no precedent dudes. like there's no there's, yeah exactly there, to think that ray would be the icebreaker of of yeah female jumping not. to the sith no no she's not so like to be able to if we had been able to see like people you know like the whole darth bane xana thing like you would be able to in your brain conceptually be like oh okay well it's not that huge of a stretch for like women to you know switch because the whole point of it is 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 that it's an idea you know we do have phasma but you don't get to see her i understand that the whole idea of the stormtroopers is to make them all uniform and you know they're not different and you know there are women there is what they do try to like tell you but instead of telling us it's it's in storytelling and any workshop or writing thing you would go to they always say like show not tell it's so much stronger to show than to tell so yeah like even just to be able to see that i think would be really interesting and i also think it's important because i know a lot of girls and women fans who are hugely like obsessed with darth vader and you know kylo ren and all all of the cis side there's isn't there a female Sith in the legend side, Darth uh, Darth Talon? I think she's a female 
Twi'lek and she's sort of tattooed up kind of like Darth Maul. Am I wrong about that? I know I've seen it cosplayed. It's been, <laughs> it's it's a huge cosplay thing. I I think I'm pretty sure about that. Like okay, so do you guys know anything about Darth Malak? Like cause I don't know anything about legends, so I had to go and and dig up because my my can like recanonized answer is Carlos is like I want to see more about uh the Plagueis and Palpatine thing. I want that fully told at some point. Oh, that's cool. But if I if I want to cover my base and dip into legends and say, oh, let's I I'd like to see that. Sith Lord brought into from Legends to Canon. Uh, I may end up eating my hat on this one. I don't know, but uh, Darth Malak has got an interesting story that ties in with Mandalorian history and the unknown regions. And those are both things that we've sort of scratched the surface on in Rebels, in Clone Wars. And so there could be something with that character down the line if you wanted to do that. But I also realized that if you bring in Malak, you're probably going to do Darth Revan, which I don't care to do. And it also means you're probably essentially doing Knights of the Old Republic. And I know a lot of people want that badly. I'm not against it, but I don't know. I, I feel like I want, I, I just want them to do something totally new. But I got nothing on the legend side. But And Darth Malak ended up being the, the one that stood out to me as most interesting. Mm. Uh, Corey, did you have anything from... The EU side? The EU side? I'm very close to you there. Uh, I'm going with Ravan. Ravan? Yeah. Call, please please call him Revan. Darth Revan. Ravan. Did, did, did Ravan surpass the, the, the gravitas? <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, he's deep, man. I just thought, the, you know, he, he went uh, from light to dark, back to light. It's not that, necessarily that, of his that's own. the thing I don't like about it. I, I find well, that he, lazy. It's not of his own accord. That's the thing. Like he gets kind of like they, they wipe his memory of his system kind of when he comes back. Uh, he was too. Uh, he he was kind of like Anakin in a way where he wanted to do right, but he just got too involved with the Mandalorian War, and then fell to the dark side, man. But uh, yeah, I guess the masked aspect, like his costume is dope. And uh, I was on the hunt for him pretty hardcore. I never saw, I've seen him. I saw him once in stores and I snatched him up. I never saw him since, but now he's readily available again. So that kind of sucks, but yeah, he was yeah, going for a pretty I, penny I, back I in the day. On that one. I don't know. I just, I was drawn to him. Purple lightsaber. Uh, well, one red, one purple, right? That's it. Like there was something about him. Eh. I, I, li- I like the mask. Mandalorian I just, thing. I, I like I, what Michelle said about Bane as, as well. He almost reminds me of Vader, like Vader without a helmet, just a breathing apparatus. Uh, yeah, that's well, that's some of the things. Like I think there's there's Darth Malgus as well. Like so many of them drew on inspiration from Vader, being like half man, half machine. Like I just find all that stuff often really way too derivative. But I also, I, I also, I, I can also concede that I don't know nearly enough about the old legend stuff. That uh, I'm. This is an, a, a, another edition of my big ignorant mouth. So take my okay, my so opinions with a grain of salt. So if I had to recanonize someone, though, I'd have to go with Plagueis, just because we don't know anything about him. But when Sheev murmured those words, I was like, "Who? What? Go on!" But mm-hmm. uh, we never really got much more than that. Apparently the novel is amazing. 
but uh, I don't know. I have not read it. Anything else on Sith Lords, my friends? Oh, um, I did go back and find out. um, I think we were a little like half half between two female Darths and it was a Darth Talon was the one with the Darth Maul like um, Mm -hmm. tattoos covering the body Mm -hmm. uh, including her head and Leku like all over and then there's also and she can like conjure stuff um, like people's uh, fears I think or wait no that was no that's Darth Xana she can conjure stuff and then there's also Darth Trya, who was the former Jedi Master, uh, who was exiled from the Order. Um, I like that and, one. Um, she ended up becoming one of the greatest Sith Lords ever, but um, she can drain the life force out of her opponents, and she can also control lightsabers with her mind, as in three of them at the same time, each with their own fighting will of their own, which I think is super cool. And now that I've read that, I want to change my answer and say I <laughs> would like to see a movie about her, because... That looks freaking amazing. A former Jedi master exiled from the Order and ended up becoming one of the greatest Sith Lords who can drain life force out of opponents and control up to three lightsabers with her mind, each with a own, each with their own fighting will. Like that's that's that sounds insane. nuts. That sounds brilliant and incredibly <laughs> awesome, and I want to watch that. I want to know more three. about her. That would be such a cool movie um yeah i want to see that's what i want i want to i want to have like a good strong like female bad guy you know know? in in some instances when i was reading on ravon like they basically say he's male but for the (laughs) most part did you call him ravon again (laughs) sorry stop that that's like uh, back in the day people used to call uh, tom glavin tom glavine (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing like i don't know he's just so uh, it just it works for me no, but they, they, they stop on it on the net. They're saying like, yes, he's male, but in certain cases, like it could be interpreted as male or female. Yeah, I mean, there are people who oh, wait, what are people like? Uh, I'm not gonna say that because it's gonna be mean. <laughs> but I'm saying there are organisms who have male and female parts that you can create. Like you make your offspring by like cloning a part of yourself or something it's really weird animals not don't worms do that yeah worms worms. yeah that's the worms and um other well what does what does dr ian malcolm say life finds a way finds a way finds a way hey (laughs) oh look at that we ended on a a nice positive point there you go the 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 handsome dashing ian malcolm we'll we'll use that to close the show so Metal Mando, thanks, man. That uh, you got some some opinions on some Sith Lords. We we gave you that. We I guess we got the double barreled, uh, recanonized, doubling down on people who exist, and also pulling people from the uh, the the trash bin of legends. Did I just Hell call yeah. it a trash bin of legends? Oh boy, you yes. did call it a trash. Bin. <laughs> oh, you no, no. It's a black hole, or like the Bermuda Triangle, or like something. <laughs> mysterious and cool but like not trash yikes what did i do oh i don't care guys the dumpster of (laughs) (laughs) all right everybody uh mr mando thanks a lot man and we've got a couple of questions from mr canto cast on deck i think we might touch on those in sith disturbers their seinfeld mashup questions we might do tackle those there 
and we've, st- we've still got an old question from ads to tackle. We will get to those in time. And if you, you can still continue to send in your voicemails or emails. I, I feel like, have I intimidated people? Because every all week after week they've heard voicemails, and maybe they feel like that's that's what they have to do, and so they don't. Or DM us. We you like DM emails us. too could... because what? Uh, yeah, you could DM us, and you could send us emails, and and then it, it'll give us a chance uh, for each of us to actually read on the show and show that uh, we are capable of actually reading. So that's cool. Unless you're Bradley, and we get to hear you sing something. Oh, that'd be cool. I want. I would like some musical ones. I mean, feel free to sing your question. <laughs> Way to not intimidate love people, it. Michelle. <laughs> no pressure, I'm guys. Just kidding. No, you can like you can do it in acronym. Well, no, not acronyms. Like no, we we only emojis. want your voicemails in haiku. Oh, I love that haiku. Hell yeah! Remember we did haikus. Um, Ads got us doing Star Wars haikus. Like last, it was last summer. That'd be so fun. That was a lot. That was that hey, was really. It, it, that. it was tough to do. I remember it was really it hard to do, hard. but once you got one, like a bunch started flowing. It was really fun. No, they weren't do. haikus. They were uh, limericks. There once was like, a man from Nantucket. Exactly. Yeah. What are you those called? Yeah, they, I, they were. Yeah, I think they were. Maybe they were limericks, weren't they? Like yeah. Exactly. Limericks, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were limericks. Okay. We also did My Christmas bad. songs too once, Michelle. But I was only the only one uh, that actually had songs prepared and sang. Like a weird Al Yankovic Christmas song type thing, like where you Anything. just like change the change the words. <laughs> Pretty, Pretty much. much. Yeah. That'd be fun. It was fun. Yeah. You know what I really like? I like those. I like those. Um, and I also like uh the weird puns that we can make, like a uh, kind of like Bob's Burgers, like burger of the of the week kind of thing. But like oh, those with are so cool. Star Wars stuff. Those are so fun. I saw that on um at 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 Comic Con. They were doing a pop-up of Bob's Burgers, and you could actually like go eat a burger of the week or something. It was so cool. I was like, that is so awesome. Underrated <laughs> show. That's another yeah. topic for Sith Disturbers. Underrated comedies. Oh, that's Writing a good that one. Okay. Um, guys, that is it for episode 136. Thank you so much for listening. Jeff, thanks for your question. And don't be shy, everybody. You can email us. You can like just tap out an email and send that in, and we'll, we, we will definitely get to that in due time. And uh, I also yeah, want to say – th- <laughs> you can you can tap a keg you can tap your debit card i don't know what you're talking about carlos you can yeah. tap your debit card against our store tap 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 are you too good for your home <laughs> <laughs> you can tap it at t public yeah, yeah. You, you can be like michelle and buy everything yeah. that t public makes at uh and the thing I want people to know, though, is that, um, like, it's not just T-shirts. Like, if you scroll down, like, you can get the image on, like, pretty much a lot of things. Like, you, I bought lots of stickers. Um, so those are really, like, there's they're not even $2, I think. And if you buy a couple, like, you get a discount. So, like, mm. for anyone who wants some merch of ours but, like, can't afford to buy, like, a sweatshirt or something, you can buy a sticker and, like, put it on something um, and there's notebooks and laptop sleeves and stuff and uh, mugs and yeah, they're really cool, man. All kinds of fun stuff at our T Public store, which I have not mentioned in many, months. many months because I <laughs> yeah. com- I completely forgot all we about should, it. We should like you know like 
put it out there and get people to rock our merch, man. We should try to do like um maybe we can raffle one of the shirts off uh and sit in our like raffle for sip disturbers Ooh, and stuff. Not a bad idea. Should like um you know our powerful our power powerful friends should be able to like win some of our merch. I mean since they subscribe to our wonderful podcast, I'm sure they would love to have a t-shirt. They probably would. Uh, something to to strive towards, Michelle. Another good idea. Um. And if you want to hear our exclusive Sith Disturbers show, you can do so by becoming a powerful friend like Justin did just last week at uh, mm-hmm. at, at uh, patreon.com slash tumblingsaber. You can get uh, Sith Disturbers, which is exclusive to our powerful friends. And also you get Journals of the Willing and Worthy of Recognition early before anybody else. You'll be invited to be on Worthy of Recognition just as Gundark 2000 was last week. So thank you to Mike for that show. That was a lot of fun. And uh, Saber Rattling, when we do those, you also get to uh, hear those early. And all kinds of other stuff. Our, con- our contests, our random prize draws, all yours for just the uh, for just t- starting at $2 a month. So go check it out. Go see yeah. our Patreon page. This this yes, week, you can just... You can do it by... Um, you, and you'll you, be just in time for the Luke oh. Black Series. Black series. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm you can do it fire. by just like, you know, changing um buying coffee at Starbucks and into like making your own coffee. Um and you can listen to all of our Not extra- even. You just skip coffee for one day and you're good. Yeah. You well, can skip like tell a coffee drinker to skip coffee for a day, they're gonna poke your eyes no, out. No, like skip like your fancy latte. Like, oh, yeah. just have, medium. like, you know, black coffee from home. <laughs> skip the- skip <laughs> the soda at the vending machine for one day. Uh, you still, uh, still how's the the quitting smoking, Corey? Uh, you're I've, able to uh, quit. You're I've, uh, pack. I didn't buy a pack, or... but I've, uh, I've broken. I haven't been too strong. Horse <laughs> is not strong with this one in terms of quitting smoking. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been, I've done okay to be honest. Like I've, yeah, I mean, it's almost been. Uh, it's, I haven't been counting the days, but <clears throat> I've definitely had a few. But all right, everybody, it's time to tweak Corey. Messages of support and accountability. No more smoking. No, no accountability. Yeah. Just support. Positivity. I don't need your judgment. Fuck off. <laughs> no, no I, didn't say, I didn't say judgment. I said accountability. We're going to hold you to it, Corey. Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and thanks to Rob Wade, one of our great powerful friends, for showing sharing this episode on Emotionally14.com. Go check that out. And while you're there on his website, check out the Crazy Train podcast. I listened to their last show last week. I laughed as usual. And lastly, I talk about it every week, but go check out the Star Wars Commonwealth Network where we have nine shows. Nine amazing shows who I'm not going to name. You're going to go to StarWarsCommonwealth.com and see them yourself and uh, to sample all of them and enjoy them all. So go check that out. Make your life much better and uh, thank me later. And so guys, before uh, before we sign off, let's... Uh, Let's tell everybody where they can find us on the social medias. Michelle, where can we find you? You can find me at uh, on the Twitter and the Instagram uh, at tediously underscore brief. And uh, I, I also post on Instagram a subsector called Bookstagram, which is like nerdland of Instagram, where I post all my books and 
uh, collectibles and merch, and I have giveaways uh, a lot with for books and bookish goodies, including Star Wars candles. And that is at Traveling Book Nerds, um, all one word. And you can find me on Facebook uh, just by my name, Michelle Grandine. Awesome. Carlos, where can we find you? You guys can find me at C Candido Music on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on Facebook, Carlos Candido, like my music page. Uh, you can stream some of my music on carloscandidomusic.com. Uh, and we're wrapping up the Patreon. The Patreon will be coming in August. I've already I'm starting my third song that I wrote this week. I've, Ooh, uh, I've, on I've hit fire. A, I've hit a creative, uh, a creative curve. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, somebody who shall remain nameless. And, Tinder uh, surprise. We'll call her Tinder surprise. <laughs> no, not even. No, 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 not even. <laughs> no life, life, life stuff. No, not even, not even that. That's uh, that was a waste of time. But uh, um, yeah. So uh, just check me out, and uh, I appreciate all the words of support. You guys are awesome. And uh, Corey, where where can people find you? Well, <laughs> let me tell you, Kyle. I'm gonna fire it up here. From Mr. Matt Kigo, he knows what I'm saying, and uh, uh, yeah, listen to my music. I'm in a movie now. Shut up, man. <laughs> anyway, you guys can all find me at Chop Rules with a Z. Uh. And uh, you can find <laughs> find me at Tumbling Saver on on Twitter and on Instagram, and also you can find all four of us. And many more people in our private closed Facebook group. Just uh, hit the uh, apply or what's the button? Ask to join button, and uh, we'll we'll just let you right on in. And we nerd out about Star Wars all the time. It's been pretty vibrant in there lately. And I would highly encourage you if you're on Facebook, come hang out with us there. There's lots more stuff going on in there uh, than than uh, there is on Twitter. But we're happy to catch up with you anywhere. So that's it for episode. 136. Thank you all for listening. Have yourselves a great week and we'll speak later. Pages getting wider like a mirror to myself. Struggle for the answers. Questions frighten me. Circles getting wider. It's harder just to see. Your voice is saying